Inside Chicago Government. shygov.com Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Glowitz. Ben writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader, and he's here with me. Happy New Year, Ben. Thank you, Dave. Today we're talking about your article that appeared in the Reader on December 18th, 2014, titled, Even the Investment Bankers Tell Rom That Class Size Matters. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot I even wrote that thing. It was so long ago. You write of the city's contract with a group of investors approved by the city council on November 4th, 2014, to receive a loan of $17 million through what the financial industry calls social impact bonds. The loan will fund four years of pre-K expansion in Chicago. This year, the funding expands existing pre-K programs in five grade schools and opens a new one in a sixth school. Starting this month, January, the expansion will accommodate 374 students. And the investors of this project include Goldman Sachs, Northern Trust, and the Pritzker Family Foundation. Finally, the contract describing this thing is, what, 200-plus pages. The city's contract with the investors says that for purposes of evaluating program success, the evaluation cohort must consist of pre-K classes no larger than 17 kids. Do you know how large current pre-K classes are? Well, it depends what school you're in. They're supposed to be, I believe, 20, but I've talked to pre-K teachers who say it's as high as 24, and then when you get to kindergarten, you can go over 30. So uh, it really varies from school to school. But they're rarely that small. Yes, they're rarely that small in a public pre-K program. Some of the private pre-K programs, it can be that small. The program is also set up to compare them to kids who aren't even in preschool. The more I think about it, the more outrageous it is. The mayor, as we speak, is airing commercials, proclaiming himself as a great champion of pre-K because he's introducing universal pre-K, when in fact, as you know, because you read this contract, this program demands, requires that there be kids who don't get pre-K because you need a pool of kids to compare. The control group. The control group. So it's even contradicting the mayor's commercial. So I'm curious how they're going to do that. So they're going to go grab some kids who aren't going to pre-K and say, here, take this test. Every kid's academic history is in a computer somewhere. So they're going to set up this control group of poor children from impoverished neighborhoods who go to neighborhood schools. If control group kids are not in a pre-K program, where do they find them? They're in the regular public schools. These tests take place down the road. Got it. So for instance, imagine young Dave and young me as pre-K kids. You're in a pre-K, I'm not. And then when first grade or second grade, we take then the test. Then they test them. Then they compare our scores. The mayor's office quoted a Goldman Sachs representative who said that the investor-funded pre-K program, quote, shifts the risk of achieving targeted outcomes away from the taxpayer and enables governments to pay only for what works, end quote. First of all, <laughs> first of all <laughs> stay with me on this. Okay. He's falling under the table. The program expands existing pre-K delivery. That is correct. It isn't trying out new ways of doing pre-K. No. Pre-K's been around for what? Since Sesame Street or something. This is funding like an expansion of what they're already doing in these five schools. So there's no risk. We're not like we're exploring new things. We're not looking for a new cure for some disease that has eluded us forever. It's like basic bread and butter pre-K. So it's interesting the way the financial industry has painted this, that 
there's this magical risk thing that now the financiers have come in and we're going to stick our necks out yes. because of your risky program. Right. There's no risk at all to the fight. As you noted when you went to their website, <laughs> even they cited. What did they say? The returns they expected? They're phenomenal. It was phenomenal <laughs> returns on investment. It wasn't like they're saying, you know what? We're going to be looking for oil in some untapped <laughs> reservoirs, you know, outside of Puerto Rico. So it could be risky. <laughs> they're saying, you're going to get a return, people. This is a sure thing. Invest with Goldman Sachs. Yeah. And by the way, you asked why it's a 200-page document? Well, the reason it's a 200-page document is because that's pretty much how many pages they had to expend to guarantee that Goldman Sachs got its money back. There's so many provisions in this deal. This is a waste of money and a waste of time. It makes a mockery out of our notion that we're all about meeting the educational needs of impoverished children from Chicago. We're taking those kids and using them as an excuse to make money for bankers. We'll leave it there then. Ben, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, David. Listeners, we welcome your questions and comments and suggestions for future interviews. You can email us via contact at shygov.com. I'm Dave Glowitz. Thanks for listening. 